Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Church Online. Welcome to Victory Green Hills. Pastor Dave Estrera here, one of the pastors in Victory. If you are watching here for the very first time, we want to welcome you to Church Online. And again, hindi po to accidente na napapanood po to. I believe God will speak and minister to you. I just also want to acknowledge everyone who's watching right now. If you are here and you're a first-timer, comment naman dyan and just say hi. Kahit simple hi lang. And at any point within the message you... Uh, feel like that message drove home a point, feel free to comment or react or just hit those hearts para lang makita natin that you are also listening to us. And again, uh, as we've been saying, no, uh, this is Church Online every Sunday and I hope you find value as you listen to the Word and as you hear uh, and worship with us as well. So in the past weeks, we have been looking at this series called The Gospel Explained, wherein we are looking at Paul's penultimate obra maestra na work niya, and we are going through the book of Romans. If you have not yet read the book of Romans, I want to encourage you, this is a great time to do so. Pwede nyo kaming sabayan as we look at the and study and unpack the book of Romans, and it's a really, really rich at sobrang ganda niya, no? Now, let me just start this message by saying, I recently posted something in my social media, in Facebook, wherein I asked people there. I asked them, if you were given a chance with absolute freedom to do whatever you want to do, what would you do? Okay? Yung mga hindi po naka-comment doon, you can start to type down dito sa comment, no? What if absolute freedom, no? You are, you are free to do whatever you want with no limitation. What would you be doing? Now, um, yung mga ilan sa mga nag-comment, no, medyo may mga naulit-ulit. And here are some of the answers, okay? Top choice is travel. If you were given absolute freedom with time and money and all those things, most of us here, and at, ito rin yung sagot ko, no, is to travel. Some people, it's not just travel, but to even go beyond it, but also include time travel. Wow! <laughs> okay, yan yung medyo imposibling gawin, no? Some people would say, yeah, if I have freedom and there's no limitation, I would want to go back at mag-invest sa mga magiging blue chip company ngayon. <laughs> Grabe, no? Income pa rin, no? If I, I would go back, okay, I would invest in something or I would say something to myself. Other people would say, ah, I, w- I, I would go and just eat and sleep. Yon, Absolute freedom to just rest. May isa nag-comment, sabi niya, gusto niya maging friend at manager ng isang sikat na K-pop group. Wow! Diba? No, really, uh, those things just really shows na, oh nga, no, namimiss na talaga natin din magpahinga at lumabas, uh, even if in, we are in this current situation. But there's this one comment, hindi siya nag-post uh, public, uh, that person uh, messaged me personally, at ito yung sabi niya. And I think it's a great thing. And this is what that person said, sabi niya, I wish if I have be, I have, I'm given absolute freedom, I want to break every chain of the people that they have and let go of their baggages and surrender them to God. Wow. Now, she, that person doesn't know the topic that we will, we will be discussing. That person just messaged this. Kung meron ako absolute freedom, gusto ko makalaya rin yung ibang tao sa kanilang mga bagay na pumipigil sa kanila. At isuko nila yung buhay nila kay Lord. You see, that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to look at this word, freedom. And this is so important. You see, we live in a world where we, we think that we can express, we can go out. In fact, before this pre-COVID, pre-COVID uh, scenario, we are actually, 
we actually have plans already to do all these things, and then COVID happened, and it makes us see, oh, ano, I'm not as free as I think I should be. And as Christians, freedom is important because this is one of those messages that we keep on hearing. We've heard that we've been set free from sin. There's this verse that says, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But are we really living in freedom? Are we really living in the freedom that God wants us to have? That's what we're going to look at this morning. We're going to continue in Romans 6. Okay, Romans 6, verses 15 to 23. If you have your Bibles, you can read with me in the screen. Sabi dito, What then? Are we to sin because we are not under law but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves, to, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. But, but thanks be to God, that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed. And having been set free from sin, you have become slaves of righteousness. I'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, now present your members as slaves to righteousness, leading to sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regards to righteousness. But, when, but what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the, thing, for the end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit that you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let's pray. God, I pray that you would open our hearts, that we will hear your word, that we would hear the freedom that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you would remember, last week, we started that message by saying, okay, napakita na natin kung ano ba tong gospel, ano bang ginawa ni Jesus para sa atin. Now we are set free from the law. We are set free from the power of the law. So now if we're free, should we go on living uh, in sin and doing whatever I want? Wala naman akong obligasyon sa law before. And now I'm living in this grace. Am I able to really just do whatever I want? That's what Paul was saying in verse, 20, in verse 15. What, what then? Are we to sin? Sabi niya? Because uh, we are no longer under, under the law? By no means. You see, that's what it means, you know. We have this, what we call the illusion of freedom. What do I mean? We just think, okay, wala na akong obligation, wala na akong kailangan gawin, and now I should just do whatever I want to do. And sometimes that's how we think what freedom is, that we are free to do whatever we want to do, whenever we want to do it. And that's actually the definition of freedom. The power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. But Paul says otherwise. For Paul, it's not like that. For Paul, as we've just read, no, we are always a slave to someone. 
We are always a slave to someone. And that's the illusion of freedom. Just when we think that we're free, nor actually, no, we are still enslaved. We are a slave to someone because, okay, dito sabi sa verse 16, no? Verse 16, it says here, Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin which leads to death or of obedience which leads to righteousness? If we present ourselves to anything or anyone, it just shows na hindi talaga tayo free. If we present ourselves to myself or my desire, my dreams, other people's expectations, it just shows that we're not really free. I know we've heard this saying, no, I am the captain of my ship, or the master of none. But for Paul is saying, no, that means you are a slave to sin because we are always a master of someone. Iba yung definition ng freedom sa mundo. Iba yung definition ng freedom from what the word says and what Paul is trying to unpack. The world today is focused on self. I get to do what I want to do when I want to do it, and no one should stop me. But Paul says otherwise. Hindi yan ganun. Freedom is different. And in the next couple of minutes, I'm going to present three questions that I hope you and I would ask to check if we're really living the freedom God wants you and me to have. Three questions. The first thing that we've read here is this. Who is your master? Who is your master? Because as, as we've read, we are a slave of something. And for Paul, it's only two things. Either of God or of sin. Either of God or of sin. And coming from that one, or coming from that discussion, previous verses, chapters 1 to chapter 6, we've unpacked what the gospel did. Coming from all those things, Paul is going to now discuss a particular word that you may not, we may not be familiar with, pero sobrang familiar at native at natural sa mga tao nakikinig. And that is the word slave. Slave. Alipin. Now, before we get lost in translation, the slave here is not, it's not like, unlike the slavery that happened with the African-American. This is a hot issue, especially in the Western world. This is not what it means. A slave here, if you are a Jewish Christian who's listening to the letter of Paul as it is being read, ang naiisip nila, yung Exodus moment, they were slaves of Pharaoh before, they experienced oppression, they experienced injustice, they experienced such a tyrannical king, Pharaoh, but God delivered them, and now God is their king, and they have a new identity. Yun yung naiisip ng mga Jewish Christians nung narinig nila yung word na slave. Ngayon kung Roman ka, gentle ka, na naging Christian ka, you're thinking of something that's very natural to the Roman world. Alam niyo ba sa time nung sinulat to ni Paul, the Roman Empire is pre, almost one-third of the Roman population are consi- uh, consists of slaves. Ngayon tong slaves na to, uh, some things that you could note here is that they don't have their own rights. They are treated as mere possessions or property. So in the same way, let's say, I own a Bible or I own this shirt, I own a slave. Ganun lang yun, okay? It's just, it's as if they're not human beings. They're, they're just material people. But something about uh, slaves here is that um, they live decent lives. Some of them are skilled. 
the nearest example when we read slave in this context is the employee-employer relationship. Boss at trabajador. That's the nearest example in our modern day time. But Paul was using this illustration to drive home a point. Paul was using an illustration in terms of slaves when it comes to ownership and obedience. Ownership and obedience. Slaves are owned by their masters. And they are obedient to their masters. And that was Paul. That's what he was driving home here. And what does he say? In verse 17, sabi dito, But thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed. And having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. If you would remember, the first question is, Who is your master? The second one is this, Who do you obey? Kasi napakadali minsan sabihin eh, lalo na pag lumaki tayo sa church, we're exposed, who is your master? It's Jesus. It's God. It's Him. There's a second question that would drive home the point. Who do you obey? You see, it's not a matter of what we say. It's not a matter of what our Spotify playlist is. It's not a matter of what we wear. But who do we obey? Sabi doon sa binasa nating verse, obedience that comes from the heart, and committed to teaching. Imagine that. The heart and the mind coming together in alignment and submission and obedience to their master. Hindi na tayo basta nag-o-obey dahil required or kailangan. It's from the heart. And we don't just blindly follow whatever's thrown out there. There is a, there's a commitment in it. There's a teaching that was involved. Yun sinasabi ni Paul dito. Our whole mind and heart are committed to obeying this new master. And Paul was reminding them, the Christians back then, that you are a slave of God. Who is your master? Shall we go on with our freedom and live in sin? And then Paul was saying, who is your master? Uh, God, uh, who do you obey? Because when we now obey, it's from the heart. And there's a commitment to the teaching that's uh, being said to us, to the teaching of which you were committed, sabi don, no? Now, sometimes, we have a, we tend to forget that truth. We tend to forget that we are owned not by our previous master, sin, but now we are owned by God. We tend to forget that we are no longer slaves of sin, but we are slaves of God. Example na lang nito, no? For some of us here, you're working, or would you remember your first job? Okay? Or maybe, do you, do, have you ever had an experience that you have such a toxic boss or supervisor? Nagkaroon ka na ba nun? Yung sobrang stressful na boss or supervisor, ang daming pinapagawa, napaka-demanding, napaka-inconsiderate, hindi ka napapasalamatan. Okay? Ako nanonood yung uh, boss mo, huwag mong i-comment yung pangalan niya. <laughs> okay? This is a hypothetical scenario. Okay? Now imagine with me. Okay? Imagine, you are an employee of that boss for years. At alam mo na, sanay ka na sa lahat ng mga gusto niya. Gusto niya, ganito yung kape, gusto niya, ganito yung oras, sanay ka na. And then, one day you just got so fed up and you said, I quit. 
Una sa lahat kasi meron na ako nakitang mas magandang company. And pangalawa, mas, mas humane sila, mas inaalagaan nila ako. Okay? And then you, you now work in that new company and the environment's better and the, the supervisor is more considerate. There is a, a mas healthy yung work-life balance mo. So masaya ka na sa bago mong trabaho. Eh problema, pag tingin mo sa phone mo, meron kang 21 missed calls. Galing do sa dati mong boss. Sabi ng boss mo, uy, nasa na yung kape ko? Sabi ng boss mo, but wala ka pa dito sa office. Tapos parang ikaw stress ka, ha, bakit ganun? Tapos alam, nainis ka parang, oh, may kailangan pa akong gawin. And then you would remember, ay, teka lang, di, di na ako nagtatrabaho sa'yo ah. <laughs> okay? I'm not uh, anymore under you, I have a new boss. You know what, sometimes in our lives, ganun tayo. Pinalaya na tayo ni Lord do sa dati nating boss. And now we are part of a new management. We have a new life. We are born again. But our previous boss is loud and noisy <laughs> and keeps on bugging you. Nasan ka na? But di mo to gawin? Oh, ito yung dati. Nasan na yung kape ko? Okay? And it's as if that person is so loud in uh, exerting that you are still a slave of that person. But no. No. That was what Paul was saying. We have two masters. One is sin, and one is God. Meron akong table na ipapakita dito, no? For Paul, it's just two. Either it's God or it's sin. The world will say, no, um, it's me, myself, I'm the captain. No, 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 for Paul, it's sin or it's God. And we can differentiate this by showing that this, uh, this master has a particular demand from us, may particular direction silang pupuntahan if we continue to live under them. We can describe our lives under these masters at meron destination or destiny. For sin, it's this. It's obedience and submission. But for God, it's also the same. In fact, yung parehong yan. The master of sin demands obedience. God also demands obedience and submission. But this is where it starts to be different, the direction. You see, sin leads to, or if we continue to live with sin as our master, it leads to impurity and lawlessness, gawin lang natin yung gusto natin gawin, which leads to more lawlessness, and then we would so, be so focused on ourselves. But for God, it's not. It leads to righteousness, leading to sanctification. Righteousness is when we start living out what Christ has done for us. Because God, Jesus, made us right, justified, if you would remember in the previous weeks. Now we are able to live out that life, a different kind of life, a sanctified or a holy life. You know what i A different kind of life. We are being transformed and changed. The direction of God as a master is someone who says, Ganito yung buhay mo. At pagpatuloy kang nagpapatuloy dito, babaguhin at babaguhin at babaguhin kita. You see the progression? If sin is a master, it leads to more lawlessness. If God is a master, it leads to sanctification. God transforms us. How would we describe our life before? How would we describe, describe your life before you encountered God? Yung, nung sin pa yung master mo. Sabi do sa, binasa, sa, sa verse 17, no, it's shameful. The fruit, the, the, the external uh, manifestation, it's shameful. 
It's not something that we are proud of. The things you did before when you were not a Christian, the things we thought of before when we were not a Christian, the things that we were thinking or feeling before, ah, medyo nakakahiya nga in view of God's goodness and faithfulness to me. But now, how would we describe our life? It's, the fruit is sanctification. There is a change. There is a th- Kaya nga, if you've been here and you've been a Christian for quite a while, malayo na siguro. Sana. <laughs> yung, yung buhay natin, kumpara sa dati. Why? Because God is changing something here. And this is, finally, the destination. One of the biggest j- game changer. The master of sin leads to death. But for God, it leads to life. One master live. One master would lead you to death. One master would lead you to life and eternal life. Now let me ask you this question. What if, what if, what if money, approval, character, uh, career, family, what if those are your master? What if? What if sila yung, sila yung uh, nagde-demand sa buhay natin? And maybe for some of us here, you've lived that way before. Or right now, that those previous masters are calling you out right now. Diba nakakapagod? It tires us out. Minsan kulang. Lalo na kung slave. We, are, we have money as our slave. Minsan kulang. Minsan pag meron, takot naman tayo mawala. When we have other masters, when we have other masters other than God, eventually it will lead to death. And we've heard of stories like that. Some parents being more concerned with the grades rather than their kids because approval matters more than the health of their, their kids. Some young professional, single people thinking that career and status and checklist of the vacation spots that they've been through is something that they should have to have freedom and security. Some, some people working so hard that they forget about their family. Kasi yun ay master nila A young person finding approval from friends, pressure from friends, or maybe from a particular someone, love life nila, na ito na I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that person. You see, you would notice, because both masters demand obedience and submission, both of them would demand our best. And when we give our best to this master called sin, it will get us somewhere in short term. It will give us pleasure in short term. But we will lose ourselves in the long run. Kaya nga nagiging enslaved. Kasi may illusion na akala natin, malaya tayo, we are free. So we go on further with this one only to find out, oh no, I'm trapped. I'm enslaved by it. I want more money. I want more affection. Kulang yung ginawa mo. Kulang yung nagawa ko. Kulang yung binigay ko. Kulang yung meron ako. I want more. I want more. And we're now enslaved. Now here's the third question. Is your master worth it? Who is our master? Who do we obey? And is our master worth it? The first one I described how sin as a master is, is he worth it? How about God? Our master did otherwise because our master embraced the slave status himself. Our master has no issue with insecurity. No, hindi. 
he himself, Jesus, enslaved the slave status. The word slave in its original Greek word is the same word that was used in Philippians 2. What does it say in Philippians 2? It says here, Having this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. It's the same word, slave. By taking the form of a bond slave or a slave. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. That at the, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So who is our master? Who is our master? Who are we obeying? And is that master worth it? Is sin as a master worth it? Or is Jesus our master? One master empties you. Inuubus ka. One master, one master empties you, drains you, but one master emptied himself for you. One master enslaves you with the illusion of freedom, but one master gives you freedom when you submit to him. It's a paradox. When we submit to God, we experience freedom. One master takes, but only one master is life-giving. And only one master gives us life. And it's Jesus. So is He worth it? You see, real freedom is found when we live under the empowering, life-giving will and purposes of our King Jesus. Now I'm, I'm about to end. Let me just ask you, what is the story of our Christianity? Iba sa atin ba para paring siso ang pagiging Christian? Alam niyo yun, minsan nasa taas, minsan nasa baba. Dami kong kasalanan nagawa ngayon, kailangan ko itong pagbayaran. I need to do good and repay my sins and all those things. But that's what Romans 6.23 is. For the wages of sin is death. We can't pay for our sins. If we do, we'll end up death. We'll end up in death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Marami sa atin dito narinig na natin to, nung chapter 1 pa lang, nung 1 to 1. We cannot pay for our sins. This seesaw thinking of Christianity is not what the Bible is telling us. But there is another one. Okay, now that I'm saved, so dapat ba okay na yung buhay ko? Dapat wala na ako struggle. Only to be surprised that we still have a struggle. Why? Because we have this langit lupa mindset. Oh, heaven naman ako, pero nandito ako sa mundong to and I'm barely making it. <laughs> Kapit lang. Okay, kailangan ko mang, ng encouragement. Langit lupa mindset. And as amazing as verse 23 is, we need to remember that verse 23 of chapter 6 is the, uh, Paul was making a final point, which means hindi siya sapat because we miss out verse 22. The reason why sometimes we're having a hard time reconciling the thought of Heaven is our destination and our current struggles here on earth kasi may langit lupa mindset tayo. Nasa verse 23 lang tayo ng Roman 6. We tend to forget verse 22. And this is amazing. Verse 22, it says here, But now, now, hindi bukas, 
Hindi in the future, hindi pag naging mabait ka. Because of what Jesus Christ is, did for us, but now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do the things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The third narrative is this. We are in a journey. We have a mission. Nag-grow ka unti-unti. Yun ang sanctification. May, may mapapakita sa atin si Lord na sin issue natin. We're going to repent. We're going to ask help through community. May progress. Sanctification. That is the life God has for us. That's why there is still that noisy slave uh, that, that noisy sin as the master bugging you and me because we are still on a journey and we are still on a mission. We live our new life not under the illusion of freedom as the world says. We live our life as a slave to God for sanctification, for holiness. Gusto natin ng heaven, ayaw natin ng sanctification. But it's part of the package. And that's where real freedom is. Real freedom is when you and me submit to and live under the empowering, life-giving will and purposes of our King, Jesus. Let me pray for all of us here. Lord, thank you for that word. Father, I pray even today for some of us here, you are still in sin. There are certain parts in your life, if you're honest enough, sin is still the master. I believe today is the day of freedom for you. And this is the truth. Christ Jesus died on the cross for your sins. If you believe that with all of your heart, the reality is you no longer live to sin, but you live under God as King. You just need to assert that freedom. Remind yourself of what Christ has done. I want to pray for you. That's you. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters here who even though they have a new king and a new master, still is under the influence of sin. Today, we break free from that. I want you to say and repent. You say sorry to God. Lord, I'm sorry for letting sin, for letting myself, submitting myself to sin as my master. Lord, I'm sorry. Repent. Today is a time that God is calling you. Iba yung freedom na nanggagaling kay Lord. Iba yung freedom na nanggagaling sa Kanya. Repent and turn to Him. Times of refreshing will come, says God. Second group of people that I want to pray for. Maybe you are scared of losing something when you give up. Parang alam mo naman na hindi na to okay. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a particular act. Maybe it's a particular thing in the past. Alam mo naman na hindi siya okay. Pero masarap eh. Pero masaya eh. At natatakot kapag binitawan mo, baka mawala to sa'yo. God is telling you right now, I believe, to hold on to Him. Over the wrong things that enslaves you will not give you life. But God wants to free you from this one so that you can receive the blessing that comes from Him. I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray for everyone who's watching. Natakot, mag-let go. Natakot, uh, bumitaw sa mga bagay na nakasanayan nila. But I believe God is telling you right now a particular part, issue, person that maybe God is telling you to let go. 
I don't know what's going to happen. But what I do know is this. There is freedom that comes from Jesus. Last group of people that I want to pray for. I want to pray for peace. Maybe problems, worries are the things that enslave us, at least mentally. We don't know what's going to happen. We've seen a downward trend, maybe. But I believe today God wants to remind you that He is King. That He has you. That you are under His kingdom. That as you submit yourself to Him in every area of your life, you will be amazed that God is slowly transforming you. Sanctification. May binabago si Lord sa'yo. And when we look back, you would say, wow, tama nga yung decision na sumunod kay Lord. I want to pray for you. Lord, give us peace. Lord, give us peace. Lord, to face the storms out there, but knowing that we have you with us. I pray that you will give us strength. Lord, I pray, even today, give us, free us from worries, Free us from sleepless nights. I pray for sleep to come upon your people, God, who's watching this. Lord, thank you because you'll give us peace of mind. And Lord, that we would have peace when when it comes to our family. We would have time to spend with them. Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to bless all of us here before we end. If this message has helped you, Please do share this, okay? Comment, follow our YouTube channel, victorygreenhills.tv. Now let me pray for all of us here. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and grant you peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Once again, this is our 10 a.m. service in church online. God bless you and see you next week.